Good morning. Thank you for joining me once again. And we're going to look at two chapters this morning, chapters 33 and 34. Uh, just to, to go back, backtrack just a moment, uh, as much as uh, we uh, applauded the accomplishments of Hezekiah. He, like so many, began well but didn't end well. He became uh, proud and, again, allowed uh, evil uh, to, to make its inroads into the nation. That's going to find full fruition uh, in the reign of Manasseh, as described there in chapter 33. Uh, Manasseh seems to be the epitome of the wickedness of the kings of Judah. Maybe in the same way Ahab is kind of the epitome of evil in uh, uh, the northern kingdom in Israel. Seems like Manasseh is that. Uh, uh, we're told he, in chapter 33 he did evil. He rebuilt the high places that had been destroyed by Hezekiah, these places of, of uh, idol worship. Uh, again, child sacrifice is going uh, to, to go uh, on. And uh, so uh, all of these terrible things, we're, we're told that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, the Lord uh, is going to bring Assyria against the nation. And Manasseh is actually going to be captured and bound with chains and uh, going to be uh, brought to, uh, to Babylon. And he actually calls upon the Lord. And we're told in verse 13 uh, that Manasseh knew that the Lord was God. Uh, does that mean that he was repentant? Does that mean that, okay, he's just acknowledging that he's messed up and he's sorry he got caught and, yeah, God was right and he was wrong? Hard to know exactly, uh, but uh, it seems like it was a, a genuine uh, act of, uh, of repentance. And so uh, he is going to pass from the scene. We're going to see uh, that uh, Ammon is going to rise and uh, uh, reign. And again, he, he is going to, uh, unfortunately, not follow the latter uh, pattern of his father. He, he's going to uh, follow the former pattern and engage in apostasy. Uh, but chapter 34, again, is that flicker of hope. Uh, again, a, a Davidic king that walks in the ways of David. Uh, we remember him. He's fairly well known as King Josiah and remembered for the reform and revival uh, associated uh, with uh, his particular uh, rule and reign. And so our, our focus is going to be in chapter 34. Uh, verse 19, we're told uh, that... Uh, Josiah uh, is, is uh, uh, going to restore uh, the temple, restore its uh, worship, and they're kind of cleaning house in there, and, and they find uh, the books of the law, and they bring them to the king, and the king hears the words of the law. He hears the words of God. And so look at verse 19. And when the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes, and the king commanded Hilkiah, uh, Ahiakam, the, the son of Shephon, Abdon, the son of Micah, Shaphon, the secretary, and Aziah, uh, the king's servant, saying, Go inquire for the Lord for me and for those who left in Israel and in Judah concerning uh, the words of the book that has been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is poured on us, because our fathers have not kept the word of the Lord to do according to all that is written in this book. And so we see that uh, Josiah uh, is broken 
by the uh, realities of sin, and he is repentant. And, and, it, and there's just a very broad reminder that wherever there's been restoration, wherever there's been repentance, wherever there's been reformation, wherever there's been revival, it's been uh, uh, initiated by a return to uh, the Word of God. And so uh, we see here the, the centrality of God's Word, particularly the law that brings this weight of indictment that drives us uh, to uh, repentance. We're, we're told in chapter 34, verse uh, 27, uh, speaking of Josiah, because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before God, when you heard his words against this place and its inhabitants, you have humbled yourself before me and have torn your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you, declares the Lord. Behold, I will gather you to your fathers and you shall be gathered to your grave in peace and your eyes shall not see all the disaster that I will bring upon it, this place and its inhabitants. And they brought back word to the king. And so uh, the revival is, is fostered. It, it, it seems to be real. It's rooted in the word of God. It's rooted uh, in repentance. Uh, we are uh, told uh, that um, um, God is going to relent from this disaster uh, in the life of Josiah that he's not going to see uh, that the, uh, the ultimate destruction of the, the city, of the nation, the deportation of the people uh, as a reward for his faithfulness. But it seems uh, at this point, and, and we see those uh, kind of those last uh, words, the disaster I will bring upon this place and its inhabitants, that... Uh, uh, the, the future uh, judgment of the nation has been settled. Uh, it is going to happen. And even a godly king such as Josiah uh, is only going to postpone it. He is not going to eradicate the reality of the coming judgment. And so uh, uh, we will stop there. And I, I hope this is a, a blessing. Again, maybe not the most encouraging words uh, in that the judgment has ultimately come. But uh, there is always the possibility of repentance uh, through attention uh, to the Word of God and through uh, repentance. And so tomorrow we'll complete uh, this book uh, as we look at chapters 35 and 36. So I uh, hope uh, this is all a blessing to your day.